Hey guys, thanks again for joining us for even more about nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Rafiki. Across the table from me. Hi, I'm Mookie. Um, how's it going, guys? It's been a while. We missed uh, we missed last week. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give any excuses for missing a week. We got a little lazy, but division came out. Yeah, that happened. That happened hardcore. Like that game. It swallowed my entire existence. And I, I mean my entire... I don't think I've played any other game out of, like, pure one. Because, like, the only reason I played a different game was because, like, the Division wasn't an option. That was the only reason I played any other option. But we have a, a, a very special episode this week. Probably an, a longer episode for you guys who like the longer episodes. You might be in for a treat. Um, this weekend... We attended NakaCon, um, and if you don't know what NakaCon is, NakaCon is a giant anime and Japanese festival convention. Um, this is the Kansas City version, by the way. It's the Kansas City version, and it was a blast. Um, so, so wild, but yeah. it was good. It was good wild, a good wild. Yeah, so strap yourselves in. We got a lot to talk about, so we're going to talk a lot of anime talk, a lot of NakaCon talk, <laughs> a lot of division talk, but... Um, a lot of video game talk. Um, a lot's been going on in the video game industry, so we're going to talk a lot about <laughs> video games today. Uh, yeah, so um, let's go ahead and get show started. You got anything on your mind? You um, I got a lot, but I'll let you yeah, go. Yeah, I know. Uh, there, were, there was quite a bit. Uh, just um, Why don't we start with Funimation? I know you went to a Funimation panel. I didn't go to the same one you did, but I still went to, uh, I still went to one. Um I might as well get the Nakacon stuff out of the way. Okay, um, okay. I mean, we can sprinkle it throughout, but like we can get the major stuff out of the way. Um, anyways, uh, so Funimation, uh, obviously, now they're doing the whole new subscription and they're changing up their website. They're really okay, 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 that's all okay. So Funimation, if you don't know, Funimation is um, basically a publisher of anime stateside they are a u.s publisher so what they do is they take a lot of japanese anime and they publish it for the u.s side um so they publish things like um and this is one of the things i'm kind of sad about they publish things like full metal uh alchemist, alchemist brotherhood. brotherhood um the original and brotherhood actually they've done things like samurai shampoo they're doing things like gangsta they got a bunch of new awesome shows grim gar fantasy and Ash, they've got Princess Prince Stride. Stride. Ugh. Yeah, so Ugh. they've got really awesome shows. Um, so the panel I went to was kind of like Funimation Online, which is basically their way of introducing people to Funimation Now. Funimation Now is their brand new streaming service. It is very, very similar to Netflix in Crunchyroll. Um, um, so to get into it, there's the free version. 14-day trial. There's you know, so there's a free version, which you oh, can just good, go yeah. to their site. You can just watch. Um, you got ads. Yeah, you, you, ads. you can watch with ads. It's very limited. You don't, There's not full seasons. Then they have what they call their basic level. No, they call it something different, but it's basically their basic subscription. I think it's like $3.99. If you just really enjoy subs, you don't care for dubs at all, you, just, you really just want to watch subs, you don't care for dubs, um, that would be great for you because you can just watch all the subs um, as they come out. They do simulcast. Simulcast basically means um, 
they turn around in anime within 20, 24 hours. 24 hours. That it aired in Japanese <laughs> air date, which is insane. Because think about this. Back in the day, it would take almost a year to, a year to like, fastest it used to get done was six months. Like for a whole season. For a whole season. Yeah. So it'd be like something would air in Japan and you wait six months to get in the States and this was subs. Now, twenty four hours and you get the same thing here. So that that's great on its own. What I'm choosing to pay for is like the Netflix price. Not only do you get all the subs, you get dubcast, which is um about a week they will get the episodes out dubbed. Um you also get every season Every show, every movie, the entire catalog, the entire catalog is online. Now, well, little sad news here. Oh yeah, Amniplex has actually finally created a U.S. US. Mm-hmm. a U.S. base uh, for distributing their anime. So they are losing the license to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and some of the other Amniplex animes. So I'm probably gonna um, make the decision to buy the. Um, Brotherhood Blu-ray as soon as possible because I want. I mean, Funimation has just been really awesome. Not to mention they're putting out amazing content. Um, they're putting out just straight up great content. So we met um, the two guys there, God's Will and I cannot Justin. Justin. I wanted to say Johnny, but I'm like it started. Yeah. It starts it's with Justin. Justin, Justin and God's Will. Shout out to those guys. You guys are awesome. Almost um, three panels. I know. The entire, the entire weekend. So those guys were putting in overtime um so they were all i went to two out of the three the third one just conflicted with some charity work i had going on um so it was a great time went to a bunch of other panels it was my first year at naka console i was a little bit thrown off a lot of the panels are they're fan based fan based panels which is cool some of the time. A lot of the time, those panels are garbage. Yeah, that, like we that's were, the thing. We were extremely disappointed by the One Piece panel. That was just trash. Like, I, I guess left. I didn't warn you ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, you did not I went, warn me. You did not warn me. Ahead, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing, because I wanted to experience that on my own. Because some of the panels I walked into with high expectations, totally disappointed. Sometimes I walked in with like no expectations and completely like blew me out of the water. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. great. That was great. I didn't get to see some of like the big name things, like the costume contest or the combat contest. We the combat, combat, uh, cosplay combat is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, basically what they do, and it's audience, it's audience based kind of uh, panel. So what they do is they pick people from the audience. Each person has a twenty sided die. Um, each person takes a turn being attacker. Person with the higher number, the difference between the two numbers is dealt in damage. If the attacky has a higher number, they take the difference of that number, cut it in half, is dealt back in counter damage type deal. And then obviously, um, the whole thing is that you can win prizes uh, from the people running the thing, but you had to put on a show. It couldn't be a basic like you just walk over and swipe your. Show. You had to. Give it, make it a show, and that's what made it fun because everybody who did it was getting into it, so they were in their character. So you would see Great Saiyan Man use a solar flare and then come in with a Masenko Ha or something, you know, something like that, or Master Chief using his battle rifle, you know, or simulating using his battle rifle. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's not anything you don't expect anything. If you ever get a chance to see it, don't expect anything like spectacular, but it's more about people and their cosplays and continuing to be their characters and just having fun with it. And it, that, and from that standpoint, it, it is very enjoyable. So 
Yeah. So I didn't get to catch any of that stuff, but we did get to go to the dance parties, and it was different. Mm. The first night was okay. Um, they had three different DJs, and they were pretty good. One of them was just not great. One of the DJs was not great. Um, no offense to you. Like, I've been a DJ before. I know it's hard, but that set was trash. I'm not going to name any names, but that set was just bad. Um, but the second day, they had two DJs, and those guys shut it down. Oh, they killed it. Those guys shut they it killed down. They killed it. Some, they put on some dope and they they sets they put on some one of my really favorites cool that sets. second dj when he played don't uh don't you worry child yeah that version i was just like yeah. i've never heard it like that and i just i went kind of i went pretty hyped there for a second yeah it was pretty <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty good it was all around great successful weekend we got a bunch of new animes to watch. Um, oh, Tim's up. birthday was over the weekend. That yeah. was uh, that was good. We surprised Timmy him with Tonga, a cake. Our occasional second, the third, fourth, uh, fifth host, depending on which day he showed up. <laughs> um, so that, that was actually a lot of fun. Surprised him with a cake. Um, and I got half the convention to sing him happy birthday. Yeah, I like bum rushed him in the middle of the convention in front of everybody and just started singing happy birthday. And everyone joined in, of course. And so that was a great surprise. Got the DJ to shout him out. Um, so it was fun, you know, just kind of like making him make sure he had fun for his birthday. Uh, it was a good time. It was, it was like all around, like all, I'm exhausted. Oh, I'm still exhausted. I I pulled two, three, four, five muscles. I haven't like, my knee was sore. My, I think I, at one point I was walking down the elevator, not even the stairs. Yeah, walking down the stairs of the convention and both my knees locked up on me. So I just said stand still and everybody's like, What's wrong with this guy? I'm like, No, just, just walk around me. I'm an old man. But <laughs> all that aside, it was a great weekend. Funny funny moment. So um Caleb and I were trying to make it downstairs for the cosplay battle. Okay. And as we were going down and we're like we were about to go into the elevator and it was full. I'm I'm not not gonna be in a full elevator, especially when you step in and you start here beep beep beep. No, no, won't do it. Don't want to get stuck. It's just I I won't do it. Anyway, so we start going down the stairs. Well, I was like, all right, well, we gotta hurry because the pan, you know, that starts in like five minutes, and we're on the eleventh floor. First of all, climbing those stairs of the eleven floors is just gruesome. But we were going down, so it was a little easier, and so it got to the point where like. The, the stairs were just the stairwell. The stairs were just wide enough that I could grab both my hands on both the railings and literally shoot myself down like every six, you know, six to ten steps or whatever. However, they have it curled down, and Caleb was falling behind, and it was to the point in a matter of a minute. I was still I was three floors below him, and I hear him coming down, and I and I remember reaching floor five, and there's these two guys. They're in the hallway drinking. They were drink. They were straight up drinking, and I I. I literally shoot myself down the stairs, and I go down, and I make that turn and shoot myself down the next section of stairs, and Caleb comes running down, and I, I meet Caleb at the bottom, and he's, he told me, he's like, I, saw, I was running by those two guys, and they told me, man, some guy just came through doing here some Assassin's Creed stuff down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he was doing some Assassin's Creed stuff right now down the stairs. Like, you know, it's, it's almost like, were they drinking too much? Yeah, like, there, was, there were a lot of strange characters there. There were a lot of strange, like some guy having a hotel party and he was advertising it a little too loud in the elevator. And then ninety nine percent sure why he got like yeah he got it shut down, but ninety nine percent sure if you're having a hotel party with 
Like, so, like, alcohol, if you're over 21, sure, fine. But then it was like, yeah, I was trying to find a place to do this blow. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Bro, chill. It was like, yeah, I almost went in, I almost went in the hallway. I'm like, you need to stop. Yeah, so... A little bit of craziness. I did not get involved. No, we were not. We were not I, involved. I ran, in the, I ran in the opposite direction. Um, a guy got pulled out by the cops out of the dance party Saturday night. Don't know if you saw that. I did not see that. Four cops walked in. And I almost ran into, like, I almost, like, walked into one of them because I happened to turn around and try to go back and get some water. But as I, as I was towards the middle of the crowd, not quite the front of the, you know, towards the stage, mm-hmm. as I'm turning to walk, see this big tall this the cop was like six feet tall ball bigger built he looked like he works out regularly had a bear grip on this man's shoulder walking him out and as i turned though i almost ran into the second and third cop that were behind him oh no it was a line of cops four of them and they were walking him out and i was just like what did he do like, oh yeah it's over <laughs> it's you, get, you, get to, you get to go home sir <laughs> Yeah, um, it was it was wild. It was wild. Yeah, so great time, lots of fun anime. We're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be talking about. Well, I don't. Know, we'll we'll definitely be watching. I I like. I'm officially. Um, Justin and Godswill didn't have to do much to sell me on Funimation. I'm already a huge fan of Funimation. Oh yeah, but like I'm officially subscribed to Funimation now. You should definitely go check it out. You get a 14 day free trial, and then you pay the 7.99 a month. Eight bucks is like the price of a meal. Starbucks, skip a Starbucks one day and you're good to go. Um, you can actually sign up on any device: your phone, your TV, yeah. Chromecast, PlayStation, PlayStation, Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Um, they're working on getting it on Apple TV. I know the console mm. apps aren't exactly updated yet. They're working on it. I know they have the Funimation app, but it hasn't been fully updated to Funimation now. No. Okay. Same thing. When the Funimation Now update comes through, you'll know. Once you subscribe to Funimation Now, like what I would say is sign up on your computer so that way it's just good for all your devices. And then whenever the update goes through, you go through. Like I downloaded it on my iPhone while I was in the panel, and I signed up for my free 14-day trial, and I was good to go. So yeah. that was a... Uh, that was that's good. You got to share that. You got my country. Wait, you still have my country, right? I have no clue. We'll figure it out. I mean, uh-huh. honestly, we share everything anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, addition to all that stuff, we did pick up a couple, a couple cool things at the con. I got quite a few, a few cool. Yeah, things. met met a few artists that do um, just character design. So pick up some posters. I got a bunch of Japanese snacks, mostly Ooh. Japanese gummies. They're delicious. Got some drinks. Um, like this one drink, I don't even know what the name of it is because <laughs> I can't read it. I can't read it. I don't <laughs> know how to pronounce it. it. Uh, but like, it's called original flavor. And I took a swig of it, and I was so confused because it was like literally thirteen different flavors in my mouth. It was just like water. Pineapple, sweet, sour, tangy, <laughs> orange, vanilla, all wrapped up into one. And the first, I was like, I made such a bad decision. Three weeks later, I couldn't stop drinking it. I went back to go get more. They were sold out. I was so upset. I was so upset. I was so upset. Oh, but it was really, really good. Um, bought a couple other drinks, but just literally loaded up on a bunch of Japanese gummies. Um, gummies have kind of become like my default gaming snack. Cause like I'll be like laying on the couch playing Division, and I'll just like pop two or three times yeah. and just and they go fast if you're yeah. not careful. Yeah, I destroyed my whole bag of peach, which is so sad because that was my favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, lots of lots of good eats. 
just going to a con like this, it, it's, it makes me more and more really want to plan this trip to Japan. Yeah. Really try to make it happen. And hopefully by next year, 2017, it will, it will be a thing. I will be there. Cool. It's been a couple of weeks. For sure. For, but, sure. Um, For sure. What else? Um, ooh. Um, um, I'm actually, uh, I've gotten like, I went to a few uh, cosplay panels. Um, just in tips and tricks. I don't know. I've, I've gotten to the point. I've never, like, I don't want to say, like, I was never against it, but I just never really knew how I felt entirely. But, like, it seems like every time I go to cons more and more, I've gotten interested in just cosplaying. The, and so learning tips and tricks of just armor and and you know putting gear together has just piqued my interest so i'm starting to kind of formulate ideas for the cosplay i want to do for next year which that will it will be a thing it'll be like my first time like legitimately cosplaying um so i'm trying to formulate ideas so if you guys have any ideas or have any shout outs and things that i could you know maybe get started kind of get the the brain going Greatly, greatly appreciated, um, and and the guys, the guys that were doing the cosplay, they were from Florida, so they flew up here to do this panel, and they were they were they were awesome, very very informative. The guy was dressed like Piccolo. Oh, that's awesome. Dressed like I mean, green paint and everything, and even painted the pink little like muscle. Yeah, there were some. There were some very very. Oh very man! Uh, actually, we will. I will post pictures to our Facebook page. Um, because it was like some of those, some of those, uh, were, were just, were phenomenal. Like you just look at the cosplay and you saw the six foot standing Pikachu, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Which I, that, I think that was like one of the first things I saw when I, when I came to the con. It was like, there's a six foot Pikachu walking around. Yeah. That's nah, kind of interesting. All right. I guess I'm here. <laughs> So they're usually a lot of cool costumes, but you know, as it is, for every like one extremely good one, you've got like four to five bad ones. Yeah, and it's, I hate to say that, but the the ratio is absurd. Yep, it's absurd. Now, now, granted, that's not including like there were a ton of decent ones, but like for the really good good ones with like the armor, the hair. For the like the spectacular ones, for every four to five bad ones, it was one spectacular one, excluding like the ones that were just generic or whatever. So, and what's this? Nah, I'm not gonna. Never mind. <laughs> That's a topic for another day, and maybe not on the mic. So we'll we'll yeah. let that we'll let that go. Um. Oh, what what else? Oh, sheesh. There's just so a lot. There's just there was just so much in China. Um. Okay, I'm going to be biased. Uh, I enjoyed the Kingdom Hearts panel. Maybe, like, I guess when I really think about it, it wasn't necessarily the best in the world. But Kingdom Hearts was... I really wanted that set of... Uh, they were giving a raffle for the gold-plated uh, Kingdom Hearts items. Yeah, they had a bunch of... There were keychains. There were Keyblade keychains. Yeah, this, there were silver ones, individual silver ones of different Keyblades, and then they had the set, and some of them were... The organization member um, chakrams or I, weapons of choice, which was it looks so dope, looks so dope. But it, it's really cool to see like 
sometimes I forget really how big the Kingdom Hearts fan base truly is. Like, I understand it's big, but sometimes, you know, sometimes you just don't get a good perspective until you go to cons. And then you realize, like, I'm a part of an army of people that love this. And, like, when when they were playing the videos for some of those, the intros to some of those songs, it was like the entire room was singing it. Not as I don't think I saw somebody that wasn't either humming it or actually singing the words to it. I don't think you did either, kid. Nope. I, I was sitting like no, it was pretty, pretty, pretty. Everyone was pretty involved. That was, that was probably one of the more interactive panels I've seen because, I mean, and like, and I say this in the most respectful way. Kingdom Hearts fans are a bunch of mindless children. So <laughs> anything Kingdom Hearts related, they're just like, yes, give me more. And it was awesome. Everyone was interacting. They were up dancing, singing, cheering. Um, thankfully, they didn't kill me when I made a criticism. Because <laughs> look, 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 look. If you guys have listened to the podcast oh, at all, you goodness. know the problems I have with, like, with Square Enix. Look, they have put out two, two. Two Tomb Raider games at a time that they have not put out any Kingdom Hearts games since the 3DS games came out. And they put out two remixes of whatever on the PS3. Look here. That game is not coming out this year. I don't... I still... Like, no, we, no, one, no one said 3 is coming out this year. 2.8 2. is not coming out this year. You don't think so? I do not think 2.8 is coming out this year. Because... Even I, if I, okay. they still... Mm, look, we'll look, okay, look. Look, 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 look. All I'm saying is... They made this. They made. They they pushed Tomb Raider back, and like Microsoft put money behind that. No one's putting money behind Kingdom Hearts, and that game still has a placeholder date of December thirty first, twenty six. If anyone has worked at any retail store, specifically GameStop or Best Buy, you know December thirty first is literally the biggest. There's like of there's a few of them throughout the year, but December thirty first is like we have no freaking clue when this game is coming out. We just need a date in the system so we can start taking pre-orders. That is all Amazon says. That is all Best Buy says. That is all GameStop says. That is all the official. This is what this is when you have a problem. When the official Square Enix website has a date of December 31st, 2016, that's when you have a problem. Those guys don't know when that game is coming out. And then I said, coming this t- No, that game is not coming out. 2.8 is not coming out in 2016. If it is, I will be stunned. And we'll see. just a reminder, March 30th is around the corner. We're, if you don't know what March 30th is, March 30th is the day that they're going to announce the day that Kenny Wants 15 is going to come out. Or no, Final, Final, Fantasy. Final Fantasy 15 is going to come out. So they have an announcement date for an announcement date. This is what we're dealing with the screen. <laughs> Look here. Look here. Look here. Um, no, I mean, some people are actually like, you know, you make a valid point. One guy behind me was like, it was like, yeah, you're kind of right. It kind of sucks to say it, but you're right. And I was like, yeah, I know. I want to <laughs> play this game really bad. What I want them to do is literally put all the games on one game, put all the way from 1 all the way to 2.8. That's what I thought 2.8 should have been. Everything from Birth by Sleep to 2.8 on one disc on the PS4 and the Xbox One. That way, everyone who didn't have a PS3 can catch up. And the people who are just not getting into series who don't have handheld consoles can catch up. That's what I wanted 2.8 to be. Now, I understand that doing it in, like, a video format, I still think it's important for people to be able to play the games. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you can never really, uh, you can never truly appreciate something and you play until you play it. Because like, you can have an appreciation for Bloodborne, you can understand the way the systems work, but until you get your head kicked in for 15 hours and then you figure out, oh, I can just run past these guys, you never know what Bloodborne really is. You know? So I think you really need to do. I think the fans deserve a compilation disc of all the Kingdom Hearts games. Before on one, on one disc on the current gen systems, mm-hmm. so I doubt they'll do that though. I mean, that was kind of the whole thing that they were doing with one point five and two point five to begin with, anyways. Was I mean, they stuck one chain of memories and the movie mm-hmm. for three fifty eight by mm-hmm. two days on one disc, and then they did the same thing on two point five with two Birth by Sleep and uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Um, which that one was being a movie. Uh, so they, they kind of did that, but I, I think you're right in the sense of they should it should be for next gen. And I felt like they did it too early, especially with the PS4. By the time they re- uh, released 1.5, I was a little confused because... PS4 was around the corner. Yeah, it was like it was like less than six months away. It was around the corner, and I was like, "Why don't we do it?" And then and then they still decided to put 2.5 on three and not make it for four at all either. Like, is it now? I mean, I can't really say that I know for sure, but is it that much harder to upgrade it to have it be playable on next gen? And exactly, I don't like again. I don't want to make any assumptions. I'm not a programmer. I don't claim to be. I don't claim to know anything about that world, about designing games or editing games or any of that good stuff. But I'm telling you, control, copy, paste. Okay, I don't want to. That's even cheap. And, and again, I don't want to divert any extra resources from Final Fantasy 15 because that game needs to be out. Like I'm actually about to take the Colin Moriarty like approach. I'm not gonna. That game no longer exists to me until it's in my hands. Like, I'm just, I'm done. Like, how? how? I, I, well, I mean, there were, there were a lot of things, and let's yeah. hope they're done. Because yeah. I, yeah. I heard that yeah. even even last year, they they changed engines. Yeah, they um, changed engines. On, they changed to the Unreal Engine and got help from the Kingdom Hearts team to advise them on how to make the yeah. game on the real Unreal Engine. Yeah, because if you don't know, Kingdom Hearts is built on the Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine is probably one of the most popular gaming engines on the planet. Um, Unreal Engine um, is used in, I'm going to say maybe 50% of games that are out. Um, it's just a really, it's a phenomenal engine. Um, I might do a pod, I might do like a, a small breakdown of like gaming engines that are being used right now on the current gen and next gen. Yeah. Unreal Engine 4 is what it's, they moved, um, the Kingdom Hearts team, no, I keep saying Kingdom Hearts team because it's they both They both changed they engines. They both moved from King, Unreal Engine 3 to Unreal Engine 4. Yeah. Um, which, if you don't know, Unreal Engine 4 allows for a real quick breakdown, better rendering. Um, yeah. It allows for higher scale models, um, wider breadth. Um, not Okay, wider draw distances. Um, and draw distances means you can actually digitize images without having to get that weird fog. Because what fog basically is, is you could put it as a... As a uh, a black version of image, but like so basically this the outline of the image, and then the closer you get, the fog dissipates. 
and that allows the image to come into fruition. Um, if you have higher end PC, so okay. Okay. so like if you had like on consoles back in the day, you'd have to have a lot of yeah. fog. But on PCs, you'd actually be able to see the images okay. with Unreal Engine. The draw distances are even further out. You're able to put more things into the world. So it's a very powerful engine. Um, so it's cool. It's okay. um, yeah. So yeah, they both made yeah they both made the change. So it's just that Kingdom Hearts did it much earlier. I think. They were on three when they released their very first Kingdom Hearts trailer back in 2013 or 14? 2014? No, 2013. Anyways, they made the change. Now we're seeing it on the four. 15's on the four. It, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, isn't isn't uh, Final Fantasy 15 supposed to be more... Uh, more I think the battle system is going to be closer to Kingdom Hearts, I think, from what I heard. Uh, no. Um, so, Fighters, it's still the same battle system from the... Still turn-based? No, it's not turn-based. It's live action. Well, okay, it's real-time action, but it's still... They still have the menu system where, like, you still press X to attack your enemy, but then... Did you ever play the episode Dust Sky Beta? Dust the one I have on my play on my play, the one I play every once in a while. Dust Sky. That sounds familiar. I felt the one where I did the the Ramu summon. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that battle system. So it's they still have the same battle system. So like Kingdom Hearts has more of a hack and slash. Well, this is well, this has some elements of hack and slash. It still has um, menu selections. Things well, like this that. one, I mean, Kingdom Hearts has a minor. Menu selection, yeah, not entirely because I mean, you to summon, you yeah, have to use the so menu. Yeah, yeah, to, you summon, use the menu. To, to so I guess, your... I guess in that respect, they are similar. But I really, I wouldn't. I would, it'd be doing a disservice to both games to compare them because. Well, I never said they were the same. I just said they were similar. Yeah, like so I guess, similar, I guess yeah. in that respect, that that they have minial or that when they both have some sort of menu selection and they're both um, real time action. Um, yeah, I guess they have similar systems, but I mean, that's as far as I'm willing to go. That's as comfortable as I'm going to go with that comparison. But then again, it is what it is. Um, got anything else you want to talk about? Not this coming ahead. I'm still trying to process a lot. I slept for like four hours, so yeah, I've only been up for the last hour and a half at this point at the time of this recording. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. um, there's still a lot I'm trying to process, because um, the weekend, yo, uh, first of all, like, if you guys don't understand, yes, the con was, was was big, it was huge, the dance parties both night, the hardest part right now is, we went, the dance party was done at 1.30am, I didn't get to bed till about 2.15, daylight savings hit, yeah, we lost that hour, and then I'm up at like 9.15, 9.30 and realize the panel I want to go to is at 11 and checkouts at noon. Mm-hmm. So I need to get up. <laughs> so, but, uh, so that's why we're extremely tired and you can just see it in people's faces too, walking through the con. People weren't as energetic anymore. Like people were already getting tired. Yeah, Saturday night, but then they summon the energy for front for Saturday night's dance party. And ugh. guys, if you haven't gone, you live in Kansas City, or if you want to travel, 
It is fun. It's enjoyable. You can make new friends, meet people, trade tips on building cosplay. If you're into that stuff, it's all out there. Um, oh, so actually, um, I I didn't I didn't exactly meet her, but I got to go to the panel with uh, Erica Mendez and uh, Karen Strassman. Really, really phenomenal voice actors. Um, you've heard them in different shows like Bleach. You've heard them in um, Full. Uh, I believe one of them did Full Metal Alchemist, and some. So they've done some big name shows, and I don't have their bio in front of me at the moment. And they they just they have a list of games, but uh, they did a voice acting. Um, Intro to voice acting. So we got to read, like, they tried to kind of make as much time as possible because a lot of people wanted to voice act, and I wanted to try it out. Um, But, like, it was really cool. They gave pointers and, 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 like, uh, just talked about how the industry is and, and, you know, could learn what it's like to be on the inside of that industry. And there were some people that went up there to do some voice acting, and they were phenomenal. You're just, like whoa, I can see this kid making the industry because he's he's good. He's he's very good. And a lot of them were like theater majors. There was one girl that she's she hasn't really had any like theater background, but she practices at home on her own because that's what she wants to do. And it was like, whoa. It was just when 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 one of you, when when one of your favorite voice actors that you hear, or at least for some people, like, or you hear, see somebody famous uh, of that caliber with the kind of resume that they have, and they come to you and they say, "Look at my arms, I got goosebumps from you doing this." You might be going somewhere, or at least you have the talent to be going somewhere. I don't know. It was cool. It was really cool to see. Uh, they were nice and and all that jazz, and it's really cool when you know some people that that have that kind of status that they're still down to earth and help you give you pointers show you how the industry works i like it we'll just we'll just leave it at that cool but that was that was fun to go to it was a lot of fun all right let's get into the division um i want to go ahead and give my division tips real quick um before my phone dies uh, <laughs> shout out to ign for this by the way so phoenix credits if you don't know phoenix credits are used to purchase high-end weapons at the end of the game um the easiest way to get a jump ahead if you sign into Ubisoft, and there's no reason not to do this, sign into Ubisoft, sign into Uplay, use some of the points you get um, to buy 30 Phoenix credits. That gives you a good jump. But if you go to IGN, you on your phone, download the IGN app, get the IGN wiki. We are not sponsored by IGN. This is not an ad. This is something I legitimately use to find out my information. Um, so you should go check it out. Um, they give tips on how to get Phoenix credits. Um, the first one is complete um, missions on challenge difficulty. Once you reach level 30, there are new missions. Also, every mission now gets a new difficulty called challenge difficulty. Every enemy is level 30. It's really hard. I hopped in with one of my um, buddies, and they were running through it, and I got destroyed. Well, it wasn't that bad. Like, I'm no slouch, so I was able to hold my own, but, like, just my character would just get hit, like, with a shotgun and just immediately die. There was no down state. There was no get re- It was dead. You just died. Um, so, I'm... I should be level 30 already, but the con obviously um, got in the way of that. Um, I'm so happy I went to the con. No regrets here, but I'll be level 30 by tomorrow morning. <laughs> so run the missions. Run all the missions on challenge difficulty. 
I recommend a squad of four because those things are no joke. Um, complete daily and challenge missions, those are um, coming soon. And then they also say hunting named enemies in the dark zone. Um, basically start farming. Um, so real quick tips on Phoenix credits. They will be used to get those high-end weapons that are amazing and you're going to crave them and you're going to need them and they're going to be awesome. But let's get into the division, man. I've been playing the game for a week, and I am absolutely in love with the game. I think I like this game, and I'm more addicted to this game than I was with Destiny. And if you don't know how much I play, I play Destiny like a crackhead. I put thousands of hours in Destiny. I have six characters that are all level 40, anywhere from 310 to 320, because I like that game. It just swallowed my entire life from September 9th, 2014, <laughs> up until... <laughs> Sometime last year, I played a ton of Destiny. I'm still playing every once in a while. Division has become my main squeeze. Um, initial like thoughts, uh, game story system leaves a little something to be desired, particularly because it's kind of scattered and there's no like direct line now. Obviously, the way they try to get people to follow the story in some sort of chronological way is that, hey, this is the recommended level. This is the recommended level. This is the recommended level for this mission. So if you follow the recommended levels for the missions, you get um, some sort of chronological order. But honestly, um, the game is this. You can play that game by yourself. Yes, I understand that you can, and it's you, tough. Start to finish, you can play the game by yourself. It's a little bit tough, but honestly, that game was designed to be played with people. And when you have four or like three other people in your party, making a total of four, and you're talking and communicating, you honestly end up missing a lot of the story, um, because like, you you talk over the people who they talk over the in-game voices and things like that. So it's not conducive to like really getting the full scope of the story. Um, short of that. I love everything else about the game. Like, I absolutely love everything else about the game. Um, the shooting mechanic is fantastic. I had a few issues with it in the beta, and they solved it. Um, they, I still feel they should add some sort of stealth and melee, but the explanation that they gave was, I guess, okay. Um, they say it doesn't fit within the RPG realm of the game, which I understand, but... Again, like I said, it fits within the Tom Clancy game, which I feel the Tom Clancy realm should always trump the RPG realm. But the game is amazing. No qualms about it. Um, still playing on Xbox One. Still playing on PS4. I want to max out my Xbox One characters first before I start playing more on the PS4, but that'll be done by tomorrow morning. So I'll be hopping on the PS4 for a little bit. Um, more um, quick tip. When you start playing the game, do a lot of medical missions and a lot of medical encounters and be very specific about what you select. This is a quick tip. Always select the upgrades in the medical wings that give you a higher contamination mask level. That will come in handy, especially in the dark zone. And especially just throughout the game, because there's some levels that have some amazing loot, and like the contaminations are three and four. And if your mask level can't get you in there, you're gonna miss out on some dope loot. So um, be very cognizant about how you upgrade your base. Um, um, there's some things in there that you can wait for later. The high end vendor you can wait for later. The crafting you can wait for later. 
um, depending on how you want to build a character. I would say the most important things to go for, get your medical wing upgraded and get those contamination levels. There are some also uh, other things you can get on there. You can get upgraded grenades, which is in your security tick, which is in security tree. You can get some upgraded um, health packs, also in the medical wing. Um, you can get damage boosts and damage buffs from your tech tree. Um, so really, like, look at the kind of character you want to build um, and then move forward. That's what I'd be my quick tip. Uh, dark zone running is fun solo. Run with the team. Run with the team because it's just so much more fun. Enemies are easier to take down with the team. You can coordinate a little bit better. Um, and then it's, I mean, usually you have to be within a certain level to be in a group anyway. And somebody, somebody in your group usually have a key or a higher dark zone rank than you. Because what matters for your dark zone rank is your player, like your dark zone bracketing is your player ranking, not your dark zone rank. So there's two differences, your player level and your dark zone level. Your player level determines what bracket you're in. Your dark zone level a lot determines what kind of chests you can open while in the dark zone and what kind of loot you can access and buy <laughs> from dark zone vendors. So um, make sure you and your team have the same dark zone, your same player level. There's a bracket. I think it's about um, five levels a piece. It might be. I mean, it varies. One through seven, eight through. In terms of dark zone levels, right? Yeah, no, like the brackets. Yeah, the brackets. Because it goes one through seven, but then it changes. Because then it goes like I think it's twenty through twenty-four, twenty-five through thirty. Um, so it's kind of weird. Or it might be like twenty-five through twenty-seven, and then twenty-eight through thirty. So I'm not exactly sure. I just got to twenty-five tonight, but um, definitely. So you definitely want to group up with a group of people who are in the same player level as you which you should be doing that anyway and then go to the dark zone together it's like i said and it just it just helps like going rogue is more fun as a group running away from hunting roads is more fun as a group hunting npcs is more fun as a group um it's just more fun as a group everything is just more fun as a group like don't get me wrong you play the game by yourself and have a great time doing it um but just get you a couple good people you know run squads um we are about week one in, so I think the first free content comes out in two weeks. I have to double-check those dates, um, but so far, the game's great. Um, look forward for incoming stuff. Incursion, Survival are the two free updates we're getting. I think there might be one more, but Incursion and Survival are coming up, and they're coming up soon. And then after that, we're going to get up Underground, which is our first paid DLC. If you have the season pass, don't worry about it. If you don't, start looking into that stuff. Because that's going to determine. Cause I, I, and I, I, hate, I hate that it does this, but like people who have the season pass and people who don't, the people who don't usually get left behind because the people who have season passes get access to the new content right away. And unfortunately, the Xbox One has a 30-day exclusive um hold on that the first two dlcs after that everything comes out on the same consoles so for the first two dlcs the xbox guys will have that little bit of extra time to get get master and understand that content before the playstation guys get it but starting in the winter everything's going to be out on every console at the same time um but yeah moving on it's all fun it's all great stuff um still enjoying my time in the game gonna like I said, as soon as this podcast's over, I'm going to hop right on there and start playing again. Um, other gaming news? 
right, do we already talk about Uncharted being pushed back? No. Yeah. I'm sad about that. It got pushed back again. But it's only got pushed back a couple weeks. <laughs> the excuse they gave was that it needed something to go from gold to disc to make sure everyone in the world got some. It's, basically, they were saying it's a supply issue. But digital downloads basically nullify that an- that argument. Like, I don't get it. Like, because you literally upload it to PlayStation and people download it. I mean, I'm sure people who already have it pre-ordered already have it pre-installed. So I don't understand how a supply constraint is holding a game back two weeks. I don't claim to understand it. I'm a little sad about it. But, you know, whatever. I'm, I'll take it as long as the game's good. As long as the game's good. As I keep saying, just make the game good. Make the game good. Um, Paragon. It needs to be like two. Yeah. Make it, or make it better than two, because two is best out of the series. True that. Three wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. You know, it just kind of. Uh, uh, Paragon is the Cliff Blazinski, um, the Cliff Blazinski MOBA shooter. That is entering early access in, I think, End of March. I think it's end of March that, that Paragon is entering access. I have to look at these dates. Sorry, I'm a little distracted right now. My phone's not as dead. But um, Overwatch is also guarding early access May 3rd um, on PS4. Um, the the Cliff Pazinski thing I said, well, that's on PS4 as well. Um, so I'm not the, the Paragon. I'm sorry. The Paragon game that's getting early access end of March is going to be on PlayStation 4. Um, Overwatch is getting early access May 3rd. If you pre-ordered, you already got your codes. I already got my codes. I already have it. I need to download it. Um, but I have I already got my codes. Um, thank you, Amazon, for coming in clutch. Um, other than that, games coming out, what are you looking forward to? Oh, um, just because it's so soon, um, or coming up soon, uh, Uncharted, like we just talked about. That's mm-hmm. on the list. Um, I'm interested to start playing Final Fantasy again. I, I haven't played really a Final Fantasy game in quite a while, so um, once we hear this now, uh, this actual date, that'll be that'll be good. Uh, also, two point eight. Waiting for announcement date for that. And uh, what else is coming out? Is No Man's Sky coming out this year? Yeah, it's coming out. I've- They've been. There's been a lot of. T- there has been a lot of talk about No Man's Sky, and the reason I didn't want to talk about No Man's Sky is because like pretty much every outlet has beat that game to death. Um, that game is gonna come out um, from what I've been seeing, and co- it's gonna coincide with um, PlayStation VR, which was very obvious. Um, IGN has great coverage of it. Kind of funny has great coverage of it. Um, Game Scoop did some exclusive stuff with that. So go look up on those sites. Um, no Man's Sky is not a game that speaks to me on like a base level. And I understand it from... I, I will get it. I will play it. Um, I have a PC good enough to run any... I can run Vive. I can run... I, I have My PC is powerful enough to run any virtual reality thing that comes out. The price range is what's keeping me from getting any of those VR systems. Um, so, and like, I'm going to get No Man's Sky regardless. I'm going to play it on, probably on PC, just because my PC is more powerful than my PlayStation. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not quite sure. I'm kind of skimming here. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, No Man's Sky is coming out this year for sure. But what I'm more excited about is that yeah, No Man's Sky is in June, June 21st, as okay, of right well, now. Yeah, I'm more excited for Batman. Like my mind is officially shifted. All on. the Tall Tale, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is coming soon. Tall Tale Batman is coming soon, and then which? Wait a minute. What is the date for that? Does that coincide with the movie? Mm, that might coincide with the movie um wait a minute that's wild hmm uh, unscheduled yet unscheduled Un- okay. unscheduled release if that coincides with the movie that'd be even better yeah so i'm looking forward to the telltale batman game that's probably like the next game i'm really looking forward to that's not like division content <laughs> There's an attack on Titan? <laughs> yeah, Telltale's doing a lot of those. Like, obviously, there's games coming out like, that are big names. Uncharted, of course, I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Dark Souls 3, of course, I'm looking forward to. Um, my biggest things this year are that freaking Final Fantasy 15 announcement date and Telltale's Batman as of right now. Everything else is going to get played, but they're just going to get thrown in the backlog. My backlog is sad. It is my backlog is a is 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 huge and sad and makes me cry on the inside every time. <laughs> it's terrible, but um eventually those I'll, I'm playing games at my own pace. I just look, so I get games and I just throw them in the backlog and I'll get to them eventually. Um, but new content for XCOM Two, um Anarchy's Children, which is mostly cosmetic, is out. You should go check that out. Um. The funny part is that content reminds me of characters that I made in Wasteland 2, which if you guys remember, I was playing a bunch of Wasteland 2 up until Fallout came out. That was like my big filler game until Fallout came out. And I kind of want to go back to that. I kind of miss Wasteland a little bit. So I want to go back to Wasteland 2. Um, March 15th, um, the Marvel Battlegrounds patch comes out. That's this Tuesday. Marvel Battle. Wait. Yeah, 15th is this Tuesday, right? Yeah. March 15th, yeah. Mar- Marvel Battlegrounds comes out for Disney Infinity. Um, what it comes out with is Captain America, the first... No. I think, yeah, the first Avenger. Um, so it's Captain America with the sh- holding his shield with, with no cowl on. Um, and it comes with the, Mar- the Battlegrounds pack. Um, Vision has been announced. Black Panther has been announced. Ant-Man has been announced. More characters to come is what they've said. But those guys, so Marvel Battlegrounds is basically the brawler. It's similar to, I don't want to compare it to Smash. I want to compare it more to PlayStation All-Stars. Um, but it's just a, you use your Marvel characters from 1.0, well, from 2.0, because that's when they're first introduced. The Marvel characters from 2.0 and 3.0. So, like, I already have um, Hulkbuster. I already have Ultron. I have a bunch of guys like, um, I have Black Widow. I have Thor. I have... Uh, Hawkeye, I have Iron Fist, I have Nova, I have Groot, I have Rocket, I have, I don't have Loki, I have Ronin, I have a few other guys, um, I have Black Suit Spider-Man, um, so I'm really looking forward to play that, I don't know if I'm gonna get it immediately, cause like I said, Division's like my life right now, but like maybe in the summer, when some more characters are out, I'll pick up all the characters and I'll start playing that when I have some extra free time, but, um, Anything else you guys are interested in? Um, I mean, there there are a couple titles that are just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Um, 
but like they're not like a must. They don't feel like a must play. And then there's some games I didn't know that they were still making. Like some what? of them are mobile. They're still making Rayman games, man. Yeah, actually, actually, the last Rayman game that came out on the Xbox and PlayStation, pretty fun. Rayman Legends, I think. I have to check it, but like, I had a lot of fun. It was like it was, I got it as a free Xbox game, and I played it. It's pretty good. Not yeah. not half bad. Not half bad. See, like, I don't want to spend the money on a Wii U, but I want to play a Star Fox game again. Star Fox coming out. Po- mm-hmm. Pokemon Tournament is out. Um, Here's my thing. We're not. The reason I'm so skeptical about buying a Wii U is that. We buy Wii U, and the NX is going to get announced. And we might as well save the money for the NX. Uh, So, uh, probably won't buy a console until after E3, so that way we know. Although, I'm I'm super tempted to try to get that Nathan Drake PlayStation. Oh, you're trading your black one for the the Nathan Drake? Actually, if you're going to do it... That might be a possibility. If you want to do it, do it soon, because GameStop is running a special $200 credit when you're trading your black PS4. Yeah. Yeah, so you might... Uh, that's actually a good thing. You might, guys... Like I said, I don't love GameStop. I'm more annoyed with them lately, but this is when they're... If you have a Power Up Rewards card, you actually do get an additional 10% on that trade-in, so it's like um, 220 bucks when you trade-in. Credit, 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 store yeah. credit. Yeah, not, when you, not, yeah, cash, not cash. cash. 220, that's about 220 when you trade in your PS4, so you might like start looking into that. Yeah. Uh, that might be a thing. Yeah, it might be over. It might not. Um, so Ooh, call your local. So yeah, you'd be you'd only be paying two hundred bucks cash. So um, and then if you trade in games with it too, so. that you know, it make it so much easier. So um, I've always liked the Lego games, and apparently, Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens finally is gonna happen. Yeah, it's finally not, gonna come they, out. They announced that a while back. I, I missed that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. I, partially I, I because everyone everyone else was talking about it. And, yeah. Still, like, I well, I'm just saying, I I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I'm excited, it's coming out. Um, I've played all the Lego Star Wars, um, so just to play that, you know, continue the trilogy, you know, continue the series, so, uh, so to speak. Uh, I'm excited. Um, what else? Um, there's not much. I'm d- waiting for the new FIFA, that's always a thing. I'm done with sports games, I take that back. I'm done with sports games that aren't MLB. Because MLB The Show 16 is out. We're coming out. And it's fantastic. MLB is like... Because yeah. this year would be 17. No, it's 16. Is it 17? It is 17. Sorry. I'm tired. That game looks fantastic. They have this new feature called, I think, Something Motion. Like, you can slow down time and, like, really get a good grip on the ball. And, like, I've seen some... Oh, it looks nasty. Like... You, that feature in, like, the Home Run Derby, oh, nasty. It's going to be nasty. So, like, I'm done with 2K. I'm done with 2K. I'm never buying another 2K game in my life. I'm just done. I'm still buying FIFA. Yeah. Good for you because I'm done with 2K. I refuse. I'm done with 2K. I'm not buying but 2K. I'm talking about FIFA. I'm... <laughs> 2K and FIFA are two. <laughs> yeah, I'm never buying at least FIFA. At least FIFA doesn't feel broken when you play it. I'm just done with 2K. Um, I'm done with Call of Duty. No, no longer buying Call of Duty. I think I'm doing Assassin's Creed as well. I'm not sure yet. I saw that they put out something else this year already for that too. Assassin's no, Creed Chronicles. That's one of the like. It's not like their main series. Okay. I was like, wait, what? It's that like one of their. It's one of their side scroller things. It wasn't like it wasn't received too well. 
Doesn't sound like it because I heard nothing about it until I saw something here now. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're talking about the next Assassin's Creed being in Egypt, which, if they do it right, could be really good. That um, sounds like it would be amazing. Yeah, but they did take this year off. That was kind of the big thing about Assassin's Creed this year. They took this year off. Okay, okay, good. Um, So, we'll see. Maybe that will kind of rejuvenate the team and hopefully. I don't know. They got to figure something out. Um, Because Syndicate was good, but. After Unity, people were just, I'm just, yeah, you know, just, you can't, you can't treat your customers like that. Anyway, before we go on on a rant about Ubisoft and Ubisoft. Customers, I am a little annoyed because they did say the division will not have microtransactions. Day one, two sets of microtransactions. It was like armor. I was like, come on, guys, don't say something and then do the exact opposite. But other than that. Other than that, I'm yeah. Ubisoft is starting to work its way back into my good graces. But other than that, oh well. Um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. I will buy a three DS just to play one yeah. of those. Yeah, probably. I buy one. Um, I will be probably following suit. Yeah, because uh, I had a three DS for a while. Uh, yeah, they're they're predicting, uh, which I think no one really. Doubt of that. They're predicting a fourth quarter for this year, so that would be holiday season. I don't think anybody really doubted that. Of course not. Um, um, of course, Tomb Raider's still a thing. Um, there's a long list of like unscheduled release dates right now. Legend of Zelda for Wii U. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Do you know anything about that? Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, so Ghost Recon Wildlands is something I've been thinking about. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Because Ghost Recon typically has been your... So, Tom Classy has, if you look at it, Splinter Cell, which is your secret agent. Like, you are Sam Fisher, you are a secret agent, and you do things this way and you do things that way. They have Ghost Recon, which is your military, it is your military tactical shooter. You have your Rainbow Six, which was your SWAT type anti-terrorism tactical shooter. Now they have the Division, which is your um, undercover agent field. So the Tom Clancy brand has those... The last few years, they've been varying off of it. Like, there hasn't been a Splinter Cell, like, Double Agent or Chaos Theory because those games were true stealth games, and they were really good. Now, don't get me wrong, Splinter Cell Conviction was great, but they've been going more towards a fast-paced action, which is cool, but the market... My thing is, like, all these guys are like, oh, well, this game, this type of games don't sell anymore. People want this, people want that. And the market continually speaks against that. When stealth, when good stealth action games come out, those games sell well. When they don't, when when bad stealth games come out, they don't sell. Now I understand there was a peak. Like nothing is gonna sell like Call of Duty. Call of Duty is just a thing. It speaks to everyone. Mom and grandma know what Call of Duty are. Kind of like mom and grandma know what Grand Theft Auto are. They don't play the games, but they know the name. So when good stealth action games come out, so I'm a little sad that they varied off that path. Hopefully they go back to that. With Splinter Cell, they're doing the same thing with Ghost Recon. Granted, like the last three Ghost Recons did not sell well at all, okay. at all. At least not to my knowledge, they did not. I don't think they did well financially. 
So Wildlands is like this big, open-world, interactive, kind of military, kind of not military shooter. Like, it's again, it's a third-person shooter, which is what Tom Clancy games are, but I'm just not sure. Like, the E3 trailer didn't do much for me. That's because they announced, they advertised it as this kind of, like, go in, complete any mission the way you want, and then when they pulled out, it looked like other people were in your world. I am getting sick and tired of being other people being in my world. Get out. Who asked you to come into my game? Nobody. Get out. Get out. And I understand we live in an information age where everything and everyone is connected. This year, well, 2015, some of the most successful games were single-player games. The Witcher. Who's in your world in The Witcher? Nobody. That game sold like crack. That game won a ton of awards. And that's when they, they, you know what they did? They took time. They knew what they were good at. And they focused on those things. And they cut everything out. I'm sure, I guarantee you, if they wanted to, they could have shoehorned some sort of multiplayer or open world connected nonsense into The Witcher. But they didn't. And that game sold well. Fallout sold incredibly well. Single player game. Metal Gear Solid. Incredibly well. Single-player game. Yes, they have an online component. I don't mind having an online component to a game, but give me meaningful, well-constructed, well-thought-out stories in a single-player fashion. That is what I want. Kingdom from Hearts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but from Hearts. my tactical shooters. But yeah, tactical which, shooter, yeah. Like, again, I remind you guys, I, I started playing games... Specifically, shooters because of SOCOM. If you oh, don't, SOCOM was so SOCOM bad. is the godfather, in my opinion. There are probably other games predated. I know there are. Dead Sex Marlin. No, actually, I take that back. SOCOM is the godfather of tactical team based shooters. And that game was fantastic when it was single player. And then the PS3 came out and it tried to do some connected nonsense, and the game just died. They just killed the series. Um, so sad faces on that. Yeah. Um, those, those are very just. I just really need backwards compatibility so I can play two again. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be so good. Um. So yeah, Wildlands. I'm very, 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 very skeptical on. Uh, I'm still annoyed that Rainbow Six Siege doesn't even have a story mode. But you know, the game is doing very well. The competitive circles are eating it up. So, congrats to Ubisoft on that. Um. But in some sad gaming news. Um, Fable Legends was canceled. I don't care about that game at all. I never really cared about that game. In my opinion, Fable Legends wasn't really a Fable game anyway. But the sad part about it is that, um, Microsoft is in discussion to disband Lionhead Studios. Um, so, unfortunately, we're gonna lose. It truly is the end of an era. Um, because, like, Fable Legends was propped up as one of those, like, Microsoft staples like it was one of the just an awesome RPG that you could always rely on to be funny and we knew Peter Molyneux moved on after Fable 3 and they got a new studio head and they were going in this new direction um and unfortunately that game was just I don't know why but it's that game was in beta the game was getting ready to come out that game was basically done canceled um they canceled one of their other studios now in other news, which I find kind of funny, 
Microsoft was like, we're going to try and do everything we can to make sure all the guys have employment after they move on from whatever studio. Because they canceled, I can't remember what the studio is, but they canceled the, the game and then shut down that studio as well. And they're, they haven't, I don't think it was official that they were announced they were going to cancel and shut down Lionhead Studios, but it wasn't being discussed. Sony has come out and said they're going to try and help find employment for the staff of Lionhead Studios within the Sony first party family, which is amazing, <laughs> which is amazing for Sony to reach out like that. Um, shout out to the guys at Sony for just being willing to reach out and take in amazing talent. And I just, I just, I would just, we just wish them the best of luck. Um, hopefully they get employment. You know, it's just rough in the video game industry. You finish your game and you basically got to work. Um, so best of luck to those guys. Um, but hopefully, this means we get a real Fable game sometime soon. It's probably not likely, and Fable is probably dead as a franchise, but hopefully, we get a real RPG, a British Fable. Other than that, I'm pretty much done. Okay. You got anything else? Um, no, I guess we can kind of move on to... I guess another segment at this point. Uh, top five? Oh, yeah. Uh, top five. Uh, shoot. What do we want it to be this week? Uh, we'll just do our top five moments in Alcacan. Easy enough. Yeah. Um, my top five moments in no particular order. Um, Funimation panel. Um... Meeting some of the people at the exhibition, exhibition hall, just get them to talk to some of the artists. Um, just watching some people just literally just sit there and draw, make some awesome art on site. Pretty awesome. Um, some of the panels. Um, um, playing in the video game tournaments and then the dance parties. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Shoot. Um, there's quite a bit, yeah, and mine's in no particular order. Um, I still uh, enjoyed the Kingdom Hearts panel. Um, the dance party for sure. Um, you know, surprising Tim with the birthday cake was, yeah. was, was a yeah, lot of fun, and... Uh, very involved and got a bunch of people to kind of you know chime in. So that that was that was fun. Um, the voice acting panel. I got to see some of the AMV contests. Oh, some of those AMVs were so dope. They were just like it was to the point. I went there and I was like, I'm going to enter next year. I need to. I got a lot of work to do. Figure out how I want to do things and create a bunch of them over time. But that was, dude, sitting there for like twenty minutes. I'm like, oh my god, I can so do this. Like you know, even even if it's just for fun, you know. But yeah, that that was awesome. That was awesome. So, uh, honorable mention is gonna go to cosplay combat, like. Every the I've been there two years and both years they've been fun. They're they're not anything huge, 
Um, but it, it's still fun to see everybody stick in, stick in their roles of their characters and pretend to fight each other using turn-based system with 20-sided die. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I want to participate next year. This is my goal. Good luck with that. Well, it's because they pick people from the audience. And so if you go early, too, and if you have a really good costume that stands out, too, or they like they'll they'll also they'll also pick things based on they want to make an interesting fight uh, where, of course, they were like, um, uh, what did they do? One that was interesting. Uh, they actually found a Master Roshi and they found a, a battle damaged Goku. You know, stuff like that. You know, they they, they, they kind of, or they'll just go out and just pick random. And they're like, oh, that is a very nice cosplay. You come up. And then they'll just, sometimes it's random. Sometimes they're like, they'll kind of finagle it. And they're like, oh, let's see what this, how this would turn out. They also do uh, team battle, too. So it's still the same concept. They each have the 20-sided die, and then you your team attacks the other team. So it's fun to watch because people are getting into it and just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Which Great Sandman did that. And I was like, yay. <laughs> I was actually really, really excited about that. So, um, so yeah, that's an honorable mention right there. So, there we go. Um, um, money to blow, right? Yeah. Call me what you want, but you can't call me broke. Money! Pull up with that chopper and a telescope. Rah! All right, um, I will start this one. Uh, quite a bit. I bought a Kingdom Hearts t-shirt. Of course. I bought five volumes of uh, UQ Holder. I know I've talked about it a couple times. Um, and some of my friends out there, if you're ever interested, I've got the first five volumes. Uh, the manga is still going on. There's 120 chapters out right now. Um, so with what I have, that would that would get somebody ooh, about a fourth of the way through to kind of get you started. And then uh, you can either continue reading them online or whatever. But yeah, I think the, my la- the volume five goes up to like chapter 59 or something like that. Um, yeah, no, 50. 50 or 55, somewhere in that range. Um, I bought Tim a 10-inch law um, one-piece figure um, for his birthday, uh, which Caleb helped with that. And then what else did I buy? Bought some Asian noodles. Mm, oh, so those things were so good. Yeah, so really good. good. I wish I would have bought more. <laughs> and the was- cool thing was that Last year they were the same price or maybe a dollar cheaper, but this year it was like uh, they were like, all right, we're gonna add a dollar or the same price. I know they were very very close in price, but they doubled the size of the cups. Oh my goodness, the cup! I was like, I I saw you. You're like, hey, I got some Asian noodles. Ah, oh, you did, and I saw you. You went over to your cup I'm like, dude. They doubled the size from last year. Yeah, oh. I really think like those noodles were so good. I think I'm. <laughs> 
I'm going to find a recipe and I'm going to start making those noodles at home because they're so good. Like, I don't want to wait another year to eat those noodles again. Not to We mention, can go to Sasakon. They'll probably have them, but Sasakon is coming so quickly and I don't think I'm we're not, ready for that. I think I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for another con right now. I need like another six months. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. Stan Lee is a not to a man. I don't even call it. I don't even call it Comic Con anymore. It's just Stan Lee. Just, just, just. May 21st, Stanley. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah, and, so, and the crazy thing is, it's May, it's Comic Con, Sasa Con's June, Kansas City Comic Con's August. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, bro. Look, look, man. Look. <laughs> we're going to look, look die. here. Oh, we're going to die. Yeah. I know we're going to. I'm going to Kansas City Comic Con. I think Astrolife is going to be volunteering at the Kansas City Comic Con, so I'm going to be there. Yeah. Okay. I plan to go to Kansas City again anyways because it was actually really fun. It wasn't obviously for, for a first year. It was a really good turnout for a first year con. Um, it was bigger than I expected. Um, and it got some airplay on the news too just before. I don't know if you had heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that helped out. But yeah. Uh, so con season's in, in swing. That, you know. Yeah. Not to mention start looking forward to all the – Video game cons, the, not, uh, not the video game cons, but all the video game events, events, E3, this, that, that convention, this convention, PlayStation Experience in December, which is still a bucket list for me. Microsoft is doing things differently. E3 is going to be very different this year, guys. Square Enix is going to have their own panel, apparently. So is EA. So is yes, Act- EA. So which is, is Activision. So is Disney. E- E3 is going to be real different, y'all. A lot of these companies never really had their own own section segment before, so this will be new. Second year in a row, we are getting a Bethesda panel. So a lot of people don't think anything Elder Scrolls related will be announced. I think I think it will. I don't. Why would they have? I mean, like, what else would they have? I mean, I mean, obviously there are other games, but like, okay, so that for sure, what we know for sure is we're going to get an announcement for. Fallout stuff. Okay. Um, Fallout content will be detailed for sure. Well, actually, no. Fallout content is going to be out by that point. Because it's... It's in June, right? No. January, was it? April. Yeah, I think it's April. April, May, June. So all the yeah. content will be out by then. So we'll probably get... Because they, they said they announced the content and then they added stuff to it. So we'll probably get a look at the other stuff. We still got to look forward to Doom. We still got to look forward to what the heck is the name of the da, 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 starts with a D. Starts with a D. Stealth based. Ah, what is it called? Um, Dishonored. Dishonored oh, 2. We're still, yeah, we're still looking forward to Dishonored 2. Still looking forward to that. Hearthstone based version of Elder Scrolls, I guess, or whatever they're doing. Um, I'm sure they've got some secrets up their sleeves. But I think, I don't think we'll get, I think what they'll do is put out the Alduin trailer. What I mean by the Alduin trailer is um, when they first announced Skyrim, all we got was the wall. And if you Look, spoilers for Skyrim. Like, if you have, like, you haven't beat Skyrim ten thousand times by this point, we got the wall when you first see Alduin. We got an image of that wall, and we got the voice of Alduin speaking, and then we got Elder Scrolls Five 
Skyrim. And that was it. I think we'll get something akin to that. Of course, they'll talk a lot more about Elder Scrolls Online, which is a game I keep wanting to play, but, like, there are better games out there. I love the Elder Scrolls series. I wouldn't play that by myself. I don't like playing that with other people. Which, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not giving the game a fair shot, but, like, instead of playing Elder Scrolls, I would much rather play Division. Instead of playing Elder Scrolls, I'd much rather play Destiny. So, I mean, Elder Scrolls Online is a proper... It's a proper RPG. And now that I have a PC, I might try playing it on there, see if it means anything, if it feels different. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, it is what it is. But, um... What else you pick up? I mean, honestly, I'm already on other stuff. I didn't even talk about my money to blow. Uh, my money to blow, I don't... I didn't really blow this money this month, but my Division Collector's Edition came in, so there's that. I bought Division on PS4, so I did spend money on that. Um, food at the con. I bought a bunch of candy, a bunch of gummies, a bunch of drinks, um, noodles, um, Funimation subscription. More money. Yeah. There were like five Kingdom Hearts 10 inch figures I wanted. They were $120 a piece. Yeah, they brought out the Metal Gear statues from Japan, and I was so sick. I was sick. Oh, that snake statue was so nice, bro. I'm saving money now. I'm starting to save money now. For next yeah, year. Next year, uh, we will we will do it properly. Yeah, I'm definitely buying a bunch of metal. We need at least six hundred dollars. I'm taking a thousand next year. I said at least. I'm taking a thousand. Regardless of what happens, I'm taking a thousand dollars next year. Anyway, uh, yeah, I bought a bunch of candies and snacks for me to get fat on while I play the division because spring break is here. Whoa, whoa. I'm not moving from the couch. <laughs> so, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, but no, um, you bought some artwork too. I know that. Yeah, I did buy some artwork from a couple local artists. I don't have their names, but we will shout them out on the Facebook page. Um, and that recommendations, I recommend you check out Funimation now. Do the 14 day free trial. Pay the 7.99 for one month. If you really don't like it, cancel it. Um, other recommendations, get the freaking division. Play the division. Play the division. Watch Prince of Stride. Watch Prince of Stride. Check out Grimgar Fantasy and Ash. It's a little slow um, to get going, but once it gets going, it's pretty good. But ch- definitely check out Prince of Stride. That's the one that, like, I never in my life thought I would be, like, into a running anime. But it's so good. Yeah, and that's what Prince of Stride is. It's running slash parkour racing yeah, it's just, uh, it's just yeah, it's, it's a re- and it's it's a team based. It's almost like a a relay, as well. Yeah, but still, it was it was uh, so Dimension W. Dim- yes, Dimension W was on, made it on my list of shows to. The main character reminds me so much of Mugen, and if anybody knows, Mugen is my favorite anime character of all time. Just because Mugen is a beast. Mugen is a beast. Why, why don't you like... I mean, who doesn't like Mugen? Trash talking BA. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's my recommendation. Other than that... Um, hey, what was your favorite... What would you say is your favorite cosplay from the weekend that you saw? That's a really tough one. And there were a lot of good ones. If you had to pick one. I can't. Okay, I do. Okay. So, I ran into Zabuza... I did see Zabuza. I ran into Zabuza, oh, who was hanging out with Minato. Um, so it was a group of four guys. It was Zab- yeah, they were dressed up I as saw them. Zabuza, 
Um, Minato. I don't. I didn't see the other two, but I saw those two. Yeah, and then the who was the other two? Um, the third Kokage's grandson. Kanahamaru? No, the, the his son then. Asuma. No. Yeah, Asuma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did see Asuma. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was Zabuza was hanging out with Asuma, and Minato, and Pain. Those guys were definitely dope. Although, here's here's my thing. Toby was hilarious. There was a little guy running around with Toby, uh, and his, like, his personality was hilarious. I got a picture so, of that. So here's the thing. like The Zabuza was good. It was amazing. Although, I can't give him title for best Zabuza dress because I saw one last year. First of all, the dude had the height for it. It was like standing at 6'4". And he created his sword. His sword with the hilt included was standing at 6'11". Yikes. I wish I would have seen that. I have a picture of it on my Instagram. Um, and the funny thing was that I posted it on my Instagram and it was like, NakaCon 2015, met this really dope Zabuza. And the funny thing is the... The, the the dude's girl happened to see my picture because of the hashtags I use, and she's like, "That's my baby." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, dude, he had the height for it. The skin tone was just right. It was just like it was all together. Now, don't I'm not discrediting the other yeah, dude. Yeah, this guy was It was good. The story was a little short because I'm obviously comparing it to Odu because he he had the length right. He was he felt like the right height. It just and he was. When he was in pose, he was swinging that shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so uh, my bet, my favorite one from the con. Oh God. Um. That, there were a lot of good ones. Uh, I saw quite a few con- um, Kingdom Hearts. I, not not too many. I saw a couple Kingdom Hearts ones. Uh, did you see? You saw Trainer Red, right? Mm. Trainer Red was literally walking. Okay, had a so obviously like from the the, the Pokemon games, the hat, the yeah, jacket, yeah, 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 with yeah, a Pikachu yeah. on the head, yeah, and it was walking with a sign saying Trainer Red is ready to battle. I was like, my dude, I, I like that. the yeah, sign. That's pretty. Uh, but uh, oh dang, ah shoot. Just because he was the only one. I saw like this, Jimbei from One Piece. Yeah. I don't know if you saw him. I took a picture with him. Dude, it was awesome. Like, I mean, he he was, he, I would say he was pretty close to being the right size because Jimbei's obviously, uh, he's a bigger fishman type dude. But he somehow made and stuck to his mouth like because he's obviously a, a, a fishman or like a shark so it was like his teeth or what dude the the, ugh, the picture and i'm like dude he looks like he's he could be directly out of the show right, man let's wrap up this podcast so, and we saw the picture later oh the the picture will end up on facebook <laughs> it will be on the facebook page because it was dope oh, yeah um, we need to so watch out for watch the facebook page we'll tag we'll we'll post all our i'll post an album on the page of all the pictures I took. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I take that back. I take that back. I'm sorry. My favorite, my costume, was this chick who was dressed as an assassin and had the pull-out sword. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh, I lost my mind. I lost my God-given mind, man. This chick was like, 
Justice Assassin. I was like, ah, I can't figure out what cosplay that is. She was, I was like, hey, excuse me, what are you cosplaying as? She goes, oh, I'm an assassin. I was like, oh, that's cool. She was like, check this out. And she like pulls a string and a sword comes out. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how? How? <laughs> so I got like a five second video of her doing it. That's definitely gonna go on the page. And then got a bunch of pictures going up on the page. Keep a lookout for that. Um, other than that, my name is Mookie. I'm Rafiki. It has been a pleasure serving you. This is even more about nothing. Catch you next week.